0: Welcome in, everyone. You are listening to the Final Score podcast. Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you. Coming to you once again from Nemeo Field at Harry Grove Stadium, where this week they will play the Carolina League All-Star Classic, uh, featuring the best of the best in the Carolina League. It'll be the Northern Division against the Southern Division All-Stars, and uh, we, we very much look forward to that. My guest on this week's podcast hopes to make an appearance uh, in in the Carolina League All-Star game. Uh, He is uh, Steve Klemek, relief pitcher for the Frederick Keys, uh, compiled four wins in the month of May alone, and uh, recently just came off a scoreless inning streak of close to twenty. I, I think your streak, Steve, ended at nineteen and two thirds, which is which is really darn good. So thanks, thanks for being here. Pleasure to have you on. Yeah, man. happy to be on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, first things first, though. We have, I, I got to ask you about the NBA Finals because your uh, Toronto Raptors were on were on the brink of of winning their first championship the other night, and it sort of got away from them in the last couple minutes. What w- what happened to the Raptors the uh. other night?
1: They turned into classic Raptors right there.
0: Classic, classic Raptors. Classic
1: Raptors of what everyone thinks that they are and what they have been. Uh, how would you describe uh, classic Raptors? Choking. Yeah. Flat out choking in in one word. Uh, but I've been a Raptors fan. My brother was a big Raptors fan, still is, and he got me into the NBA. Toronto's the closest city to Rochester where I grew up. Yeah, you're an upstate New York guy. Yeah, so we became big Raptors fans and we've always been big basketball fans and uh, that was just kind of the team that he chose, and then I followed along and followed suit with the Raptors. So
0: yeah, the, the game was Monday night. You guys were rained out, so you got a chance to, to, to watch the game, right? I did, yeah. yeah. My girlfriend's in town, and we had to watch. So. Yeah, and were you, were you going crazy? Did you think they were going to do it? Because they, they did have the lead late in the game. They did. They did, and I actually got a text
1: from my brother with three minutes left saying, oh my gosh, they're going to do it. And I said, oh my gosh, you're going to jinx it and sure enough, they ended up losing.
0: Well, that's, that's what I wanted to ask you about, because with about three minutes left in the game, uh, the Raptors coach, Nick Nurse, with with all momentum seemingly going their way, and they, they yeah. just rebounded a missed Golden State shot, I believe, from Steph Curry. He, he called a timeout uh, with, with all the momentum. Were, were, were you wondering what he was doing by calling that timeout? I mean, I, I don't like to criticize. I hate to be a, an armchair quarterback. Yeah, you're not the Monday morning quarterback? No,
1: no. I like to just let them. They know more than I do, so I, I let them do their, their job, and I try not to get into that much because I'm assuming they know more than I do.
0: Right. Okay. Well, pr- probably so. But 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 still, uh, a decision you could easily second guess, and then. When you're, you're, the Raptors are down one, it's the final possession, Kawhi Leonard has the ball in his hands, and then he passes. Well, were, were you worried at that point once Kawhi gave the ball up down one there in the final seconds?
1: I was a little bit, and then he gave it up to Kyle Lowry, and my emotions immediately went to, oh, my gosh, sink this for your for your reputation. Because I thought if Lowry's made a career in Toronto – if he Been makes, a pretty it, good player, very yeah. good player for Toronto, and if he if he makes that shot, his legacy in Toronto skyrockets. His jersey might be in the Raptors after that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And instead,
1: he misses. But uh, they've got two more games, uh, so I will say I will say at that point when Kyle Lowry the ball went out of his hands, I thought, oh my gosh, please sink this for your sake.
0: How do you feel about Kyle Lowry as a player? Because he's one of those athletes where he makes some really great shots and some great plays, but there are also moments where you're sort of left scratching his head after he takes a silly shot or commits a silly foul or something like that. Absolutely. I think I think
1: he's been a great player for the Raptors. And uh, I think as far as a a professional to, to represent your team, God, you can't ask for anything more. It's just at times his his production... It lacks a little bit, but I mean, you have Kawhi there to be the superstar, and now you have Lowry to be the secondary
0: guy. Right, Uh, the Raptors GM, uh, Masai Ujiri, who's getting a a lot of credit, and deservingly so. I mean, in the last year, he's fired the NBA's Coach of the Year in, uh, in, in in Dwayne Casey. And he's also traded the Raptors' best and most popular player, DeMar DeRozan, for mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard. How, how did you feel about each of those moves? I mean, he's made moves that, as a person on a personal
1: standpoint, must be uh, heart-wrenching. I mean, that's got to be so difficult for him to do. But as far as a business goes... They were basically, if they take the same team, you look like you're going to get the same result after a couple years of the same results happening. So um, his guts... Are pretty pretty unbelievable, and he's just done an awesome job there. So I I think he's been an awesome GM, and he'll go down as he's he's going down as one, as the best, one of the best. One of the best.
0: Did you feel pretty good about those moves at the time? I mean, obviously it's worked out great with both both the coach and Nick Nurse and is one of the best players in the league, obviously. But did you feel pretty good that it might turn out well when the moves were made?
1: Um, I I
0: felt bad for Demar because I think
1: Demar's awesome, and I think that uh, as a player he's done so much, and he loved the city so much. Him and Kyle Lowry are so close. Uh, I was sad to see DeMar go, but I do think that Leonard, man, he's an upgrade. Yeah. He's an upgrade. And and I was excited to see what the one year brought. And I think Toronto is such a cool city. Having been there numerous times, I know what the city can do or how, how cool it is. And you hope that just uh, Leonard feels the same way.
0: How do you handle that aspect of your job, Steve? I mean, you're a professional athlete, uh, it, it's a business, that, that's, that's that's the old cliche. And even if you're pitching really well or playing really well, you're subject to a, a move like that. Mm-hmm. You can be traded at any time, sort of. How do you handle the uncertainty of that component of your job?
1: <laughs> I mean, as, as cliche as it may sound from my behalf, it's just control what you can control. Yeah. There's gonna be so much that you can't control and you can stress out over in a, I've done it before where you stress out over moves and, and et cetera, but, uh, you really just have to stay in the moment and try and enjoy the ride and let the ride take you wherever it goes. All right.
0: Uh, we're talking to, uh, Steve Clemick, a relief pitcher, a very fine relief pitcher for the Frederick keys and you're a baseball player, but basketball has been a pretty big part of your life, right? Growing up and, yeah. and, 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 Jeff Arnold, the keys PR guy told me that you were thinking about walking on at St. Uh, Bonaventure, your, your alma mater.
1: Yeah. I thought about walking on when I got there. I was a I was a pretty good player back in high school, uh, pretty tall too, so that helps. Yeah, and I could shoot the ball. Yeah, uh, I could shoot the ball pretty well. So I thought about walking on. I could have played uh, Division three, Division two, uh, at a couple places, but I decided that you know my future probably lands in, in baseball. Right. And there's times where I, I I wish I did still stick with basketball. And actually, I go to the gold's gym quite a bit and uh, i've got pretty into basketball this
0: season really that's awesome so what was the thought process like when you were thinking about when you're at bonaventure and you're thinking hey maybe i maybe i could give this a shot this basketball thing
1: i thought about it and i said you know what i should probably focus on baseball i thought that my goals to to be a professional baseball player were stronger than being a walk-on at bonaventure i didn't know how the schedule would collide and i thought that i should probably just give it my entire effort. Were you in touch with the basketball coaches there? I mean, did did they want to give you a look? Or um, I talked to one of the assistants because uh, we had I had gone to Bonaventure for years in high school uh, to do a basketball camp, and we had gotten to know my dad was my coach. He'd gotten to know one of the uh, the program directors at, at Bonaventure, and we had gotten a little bit of touch. and He said, "Hey, if you want to come down and and we can maybe have a trout or something," uh, but. Uh, it wasn't anything too serious. It's just something that I think I could have done.
0: Right. What was your sports life like growing up in, in, in Rochester? I mean, playing playing the two sports, and, and how quickly did you know that baseball was your sport?
1: Um, I mean, not for a while. I was between basketball and baseball. You could ask me my favorite sport, and it would depend on the time of year. I mean, in the wintertime, I wanted to play basketball and didn't really care for baseball, and in the summertime, I only wanted to play baseball and be outside. <laughs> Well,
0: that that area the country doesn't have an NBA. Oh, t- well, the Raptors. The obviously. Raptors, are the closest right, right. one. But, but were you, a, I imagine, a Cuse, a big Cuse basketball fan? Or I actually Syracuse? hate Cuse. You no, do? No, I hate Cuse. Why?
1: Uh, I just, there's so many Cuse fans. I guess I always wanted to be a little bit different. Right, yeah. I just got tired of the Cuse fans here and them, and Syracuse to this, Syracuse that. I'm like, yeah. I'm over Syracuse.
0: Okay, yeah. So you were like surrounded so, by it and you wanted, you couldn't I get away it. You, I you, wanted out. I wanted out, essentially. You couldn't, yeah. you couldn't get away from it. Exactly. So, yeah. So, exactly. but a big Bills fan, I imagine. I am. I am growing
1: up. I wasn't a huge Bills fan, but I got to college and realized, ah, the Bills are fun. You know, right. they're kind of a laughing stock, but they're pretty fun. Uh, and I did get to. I do like the Bills now. I root for the Bills. Uh, I actually. I have to root for the Bucks now. My girlfriend's a cheerleader for the Tampa Bay Bucks. No so kidding. I, so I've got to root for the Bucks now. Yeah. So uh,
0: I'm torn between the Bills and the Bucks. Now. Okay, if they played, whose side would you come down on? bills it's actually funny and you would stay with your girlfriend uh, (laughs) even if you were cheering for the bills i would
1: uh two years ago the bills played the buccaneers in buffalo yeah she came up for the game and i wore all bills gear she wore all bucks gear i wore all bills gear yeah and uh, I do believe the Bills won, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Okay. So, so do you have do you have, do you have a bet like where you have to wear Bucks gear again if if, if they play in in the Bucks win, or she has to wear Bills gear? Um, not totally. She yeah. won't wear
1: Bills gear though. That's right. for sure. She won't wear Bills gear.
0: Right. So, what was your first sport? Was it was it baseball or was it was it basketball?
1: Um, that's a great question. Probably. I mean, I probably started both at a young age. I would have to say baseball. I think I started hitting baseballs off a of tee. I mean, when I was really young.
0: Yeah. Real, real young. Um, do you come from an athletic family? Did your parents play sports? My dad did. My yeah. dad was
1: a baseball my dad was a baseball player at Ithaca College. Okay. Uh, and then he's been a varsity baseball and basketball coach for I think this was like his thirty sixth year. Yeah. Uh, he got his first coaching job at twenty three as okay. a varsity basketball coach. And uh, he actually just retired. Okay. All the quits. Yeah. Why? Well, why did he retire? He just he wants to travel, yeah. hang out with my brother and I. Come come see you play, yeah. Yeah, my brother's in Baltimore working for the Orioles. So uh he works in the what the front office or uh Yeah, so he's in advanced scouting. awesome. Um he does some advanced scouting for the Orioles. He's got a a nice gig there. So And is he
0: an older brother he's or older, yeah. Okay, so so he gave the Orioles a little tip off that uh hey, my my younger my younger brother uh mm-hmm. Steven might be a pretty good pitcher. No, uh, I actually I was here
1: first. Oh, you I was are. here
0: before my brother. He's
1: older, but he had a little different route. Okay. He uh he was a math major in college and then ended up I uh, decided to get into baseball, worked for a company in Pennsylvania, then worked for the Mariners A team in Jackson, did a front office internship with the Angels in, out in L.A., and at that point I was drafted when he was with the Angels, and I went up to Kent Qualls, one of our directors here, and said, hey, my brother's in video, can I forward his name? He said, "Yeah, I'll I'll take it. I'll take the name." So you provided the scouting report for all, your brother. All I did was give him my name or his name, yeah. and the rest was up to my brother. Okay. And uh clearly paid off. And right. he's 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 good at what he does. And uh he knows his baseball from a scouting perspective as
0: well. How, how what would your brother's scouting report be of you? How how would he assess you as, a, oh, as, as as a pitcher? What do you think he would say? I would
1: probably have to probably say I could spin it a little bit. Yeah. I have a decent breaking ball off speed or change up is, is decent fastballs decent uh but my breaking ball is the best uh i
0: think would be his scouting report is it well, and what's your scouting report of yours probably that that okay i so, think so, so you're guys guys both see, accurate you guys probably would see it, you would see eye to eye on, on, on so. how you are as a pitcher yeah. i think so yeah um was it a competitive family growing up, or oh, yeah. was
1: sports? I, I imagine were a huge part of your life Entirely. growing up. Yeah, yeah, we were all based on sports. My dad was the the ringleader. Yeah, he loves the baseball
0: coach ringleader. Yeah, yep.
1: Uh, I mean, all of our friends when we played together, it was basketball or baseball in the backyard. Uh, everything was
0: sports related.
1: All ultra competitive. Him being three years older. I always wanted to play with him. So if you want to play with the older kids, you got to be good enough.
0: Is it just you and your brother? Do you have a do you have No, I've got two or, sisters as well. Two sisters, okay. Yep, I've got a little sister, Mary, and I've got an older sister, Kate. Okay, uh, were your mom and your sisters, were they into it too, or are they like all this sports stuff? Like, you know, you, get, get, get us away from this <laughs> it's stuff. It's funny, my yeah. oldest
1: sister is very, she's not anti, but she doesn't really care for competition. Right, She okay. ran cross country.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's sports, that's, <laughs> it, that's it, competitive, It's That was yeah. her extent of sports. Yeah. And
1: then my little sister, she was competitive. She she played basketball, volleyball, softball, so she did it all as well.
0: Right, okay. So, and, and your mom, was she an athlete? Um,
1: Yes. Nah. Nothing after high school? Right, okay. But but she, but she was she Yeah, she played some sports in okay, high school now. So okay. So so she has a little competitive little bit, yeah. yeah, side yeah. to her Yeah, as mom's well, got some so. mom's tough. Mom's <laughs> tough. Yeah. Uh, you don't right. mess with mom. I'm still scared of
0: her. <laughs> uh, I was going to say did you fear your dad more or your, your mom, mom more? Mom. mom more. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I I did too. I I always Something thought I always him, thought right? I always thought dad was we can get away with more uh, with with dad than than yeah. we could with mom. So um and your first position in baseball was what? Probably shortstop. Shortstop, okay. I think. Yep. I, I was
1: actually, I was supposed to go to college as a position player. You were? I. They said they would take me as a two-way, but I would play predominantly uh, uh, a corner, infield, or outfield spot.
0: And then I could try and pitch as well there. So you were one of the best players in your area, too, if you, if you started as a shortstop. I mean, the shortstop's a pretty premium yeah. position i mean because i was talking to david lebron one of your teammates earlier and he mm-hmm. said he started classically in, in right field where <laughs> the guys are unsure about well <laughs> they, they stick him in right they may <laughs> get a chance to catch a ball every once in a while yeah. but, but but you played shortstop where they had a lot of faith in you right away
1: so yeah i mean my i try and pride myself on being an athlete not just a pitcher right and i like to be athletic if you ask uh, kevin mixon our strength guy I, I just want to do athletic things each day. Yeah, maintain athleticism, and it's fun. It's fun for me.
0: So, did you think your that was your future position, shortstop? Or? No, I
1: probably I thought I was going to move to third base, maybe okay. first base. Yeah, because they like your arm, um, obviously, right? And then hitting didn't really work out for me. I realized okay. that eighty mile an hour fastballs in upstate New York, those I could get by with, but ninety, I had a hard time with ninety. Okay, <laughs> uh, and instead they moved me
0: move me to the mound and, and when what, I was what, t- what did you think at first uh, when you stepped on the mound for the first time
1: well I, I mean I had pitched in high school and what not okay, yeah. I pitched my whole life it was just some people liked my bat some people liked my, my pitching and based on uh, some schools recruited me as a position player some recruited me as a pitcher but Bonaventure said it, they would take me as a two way Okay. And that's why I ended up at St. Bonaventure. It's okay. one of the reasons.
0: And, and what was your education like as a, as a college pitcher? Was, was, was it tough? Did you get knocked around a bit? Or uh, were, were you pretty good right away? No,
1: I mean, I I didn't have a great college career, to be honest. Uh, I think I was drafted with a 7.8 ERA. No kidding. I was drafted with a 7.8, but uh, Kirk Frederickson, never forget him. He drafted me, and he saw something in me, and... Luckily for me I'm still playing.
0: Yeah, why 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 do you think you got drafted with your ERA that was that was so that's a, high? It's a
1: great question and yeah. I think uh, I think Kirk said that if he if he saw you do something good one time, he believed it was in there. And he saw me throw a pretty good game in in Florida and Port Charlotte. And he decided enough that it was worth a, a late round draft pick.
0: Yeah, had and you had you d- dismissed baseball? I mean, did, were you looking to do other things? And no, I play? still want to pursue. Yeah, you, you still wanted to pursue it, so you weren't making plans for the rest of your life. No, yet. and yeah. I was a junior at the time, so I still had another year
1: of eligibility. Okay, yeah. But I just, I didn't see. I wanted to play professional baseball, and given the opportunity, to, even though it was a late round pick, I thought you know this is worth it. Yeah, you were drafted in
0: uh, the uh, 33rd round, was it? Uh, 33rd round. Yeah, I mean, had you stopped paying attention to the draft at that point? I mean, that late in the draft, I guess there's some uncertainty whether you'll get picked
1: or not. Absolutely. At that point, I thought that I was going to be going back to school and I had to figure out where I was going to play summer ball at that point in the draft. And then I heard my name get called, and it was a pretty surreal feeling. And I thought, Yeah, you know, where where were you? What were you doing? I was just at home with my mom. Yeah, uh, my dad, I I can't remember where my dad was, but he wasn't home. And it was just my mom and I at home. We had the laptop kind of firing up in the background. So you're
0: sort of like loosely paying attention. Loosely to paying it. attention,
1: yeah. and then I got a text from a, from a, a scout saying, "Hey, would you sign with with the Orioles?" And I said, "Yeah." I'll I'll sign in. And and sure so
0: you had a little tip off that your name I had a little that, that tip off, and then two yeah. picks
1: later, my right. name was called.
0: Right. Why did you decide to sign? Because, I mean, the money um, in the 33rd round might not be what it is, obviously, yeah. in, in the higher rounds. <laughs>
1: uh, I just thought that what I was going to get as a junior, which wasn't much, still would be better than what I would get as a senior. And okay. that's just the way the draft works, in my opinion. Right. Um, and I thought, you know what, I can, I can go back to school. And I did. I went back the following year, got my degree. And, I mean, in, in this day, I, I, I'm happy with my decision.
0: Right. Who were your baseball idols growing up? Were you a Blue Jays fan, by the way? No, or? I was actually – I was all over the map. You
1: were? <laughs> I was a Cubs fan. I liked Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Sosa my favorite player. Uh, but I also,
0: at the same time, like Mark McGuire. And so, so, yeah, because you were you were a small kid, right, in that home run chase of 98, yeah. right? You were born in, what, 96? 94. 94, okay. Yeah. Right. So right after the Blue Jays had won their um, mm-hmm. back-to-back uh, World Series. So had you been born a couple of years earlier, Would you be, and the Jays were the winning Jays? The, all those titles, Would you and Joe Carter was hitting his walk-off home runs to yeah. win the World Series. Would, would you have been a bigger Blue Jays fan? I don't know. That's a good question. I I don't know.
1: I grew up going to, we went to some Jay's games, uh, but we used to plan family vacations off home team. So we took a trip to California.
0: So you planned your summer vacations around Around baseball baseball games? That's awesome, yeah.
1: So we went to California, for example. We stopped in San Francisco, drove down the coast, Stopped it at uh, like San Luis Obispo. We saw some other tours. So stuff it was on the minors and major league games. No, no. Uh-oh. San Luis, San Luis Obispo is just like a castle. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but we stopped in San Francisco, then went to uh, LA. Saw the Dodgers and Angels, and basically made a family vacation out of who was home.
0: No kidding. Okay. We went
1: to Chicago to see some family. Saw some family, and then would see the Reds, the Cubs. Maybe catch a game in Milwaukee. So I've been to twenty three stadiums. Uh, throughout my childhood.
0: Uh, do you want to get to all of them are you trying to check them I all like off, to, yeah. off the Maybe yeah. as, as a player, that counts too. that would so, be, yes. that, that counts That would too, be cool. Steve, my, I know so. my brothers up there. Right. Um, we're talking to Steve Clemick, a fine relief pitcher uh, for the Frederick Keys. So you so you were as a kid were uh, uh, they grabbed your attention so soon, Maguire, That that home run chase in 98. Is that what really made you a big baseball fan? Um
1: I just loved playing to be honest more so and and then I liked players I liked the home runs the home runs were attractive but I don't I'm not really sure why I got into those guys cuz I don't really I was probably a little too young to remember the home run chase uh so yeah to be
0: honest I don't, and, and they sure. played for rival teams too, exactly so you realize I mean, <laughs> yes the I know the Cubs and the Cardinals so you can't be a <laughs> he, fan of, I you can't, can't be, it's against the rules of a sports fan to be a fan of rival teams I couldn't I agree more with that so, I don't know yeah. what I was thinking as a young kid right so who, so who's your who's your team now
1: Well, I mean I root for the Orioles and, well yeah yeah um and outside of that, don't have I you I mean, you're You're a pro, right, yeah. Yeah, and I, I just follow baseball. I root for players. I, I, I've got some friends. I root for people I know. Right. And that's more more or less it.
0: How did you feel about getting drafted by the Orioles?
1: I mean, I was I, at the time actually it was kind you of were, cool. You, you were
0: thrilled to be drafted. Yeah, yeah so by, I was thrilled to be anyone, drafted, Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, but it's funny because a lot of the coaches here played up in Rochester when their Orioles were affiliated. Good segue because I
0: was I was going to ask you about that. Growing up growing up as a kid, uh, you went to I'm sure Rochester Red Wings games. Yeah, uh, and they used to be an affiliate of the Orioles. I think they're now uh, what is it the Cubs or the the Twins? Twins The, The Twins, but but they used to be an Orioles affiliate. I think one of the players you used to watch, as a as a young kid, was playing for the Red Wings in AAA. Was was Ryan Miner? Right? Yes. you're a manager uh, right now. Yep. So is it a bit surreal to be playing for Ryan right now? It's just, it's just funny how the world works. Uh, I mean,
1: Ryan Miner, Howie Clark, uh, those are just some household names back in Rochester. That uh, Manto also. So yeah, because these are guys funny. that made the major leagues, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's just funny to see. I was watching them play when I was growing up, and here I am playing for them. Or when you when you first Coaches met me. when
0: you first met Ryan Miner, did you did you tell did you tell him that I used to watch you as as a kid at Rochester Red Wings? I don't Kings? know. I
1: don't know at what point I told him, but I know I have told him. Yeah, it wasn't the first thing I mentioned, but I have. And
0: did he roll his eyes like is, because the implication there is sort of. Uh, you're old so <laughs> <laughs> you can take it one of two ways right yeah, definitely exactly <laughs> definitely. Uh, was kenny the coach and buoy was it was he uh was he a former he, red wing too or? he was i, I don't yeah. specifically remember right. kenny but uh yeah because he, he did play he day. never got the chance to work with him obviously because yeah. he's not here so um so did you go to games all the time uh, red wings games or, yeah, or, or we were you were a regular
1: uh probably yeah my dad always seemed to finagle free tickets somewhere so right we, it,
0: we frequented and and did you ever catch a foul ball did, did you ever get a ball or um? we did get a
1: few we did get a few more of major league batting practice but uh yeah we've got a few baseballs laying around and when i say a few i right
0: did you, uh, when you were mm-hmm getting drafted and were you going through that process uh, did you want to be taken by a certain team or or would you have gone anywhere I would have gone I didn't care I was just happy to be drafted and have the opportunity to play right exactly so uh, who who were your baseball idols growing up
1: um like I said before I liked uh, I liked Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire uh those are guys I, I like. Kerry Wood, Kerry Wood is a pitcher. Kerry Wood and Mark Pryor were both yeah, uh,
0: Cubs pitchers, right? Yep. yep,
1: So I like those guys quite a bit. I would say those are probably some of the guys I looked up to. Right. Uh, the most.
0: Yeah. Well, what's the toughest part about being a relief pitcher? Because you're not exactly sure when you're going to get into games.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. it it's tough because you don't know, and you just have to be ready basically all the time, and that can be a little mentally draining. And at times you some you just want to be ready you, you don't want to be caught off guard uh and that part is tough because sometimes your mind might drift or you might think oh, i'm not going to go in here and then boom next thing you know you're in the game and that's something you don't want to be a part of so just always having to be ready is probably the most difficult
0: part what do you do, what do you do in the bullpen when you're sort of just waiting and you're not sure if you're gonna pitch or not <laughs> do, you, do you listen to music do you have a, do you have a routine or anything like that or?
1: um i usually just try and stay loose get my body going and Tell myself, you know, if I'm if I get the call, I'm ready. Could I go in the game right now and be okay? And that's how I know. If I think to myself, I can't, well, then I got to get up and move. Right. Uh, but if I tell myself, if they call down, could I go in the game right now? Right. And I just want I want my answer to be yes.
0: Are, are you chit chatting with guys? or Are you trying to keep to yourself and are you just trying to keep a stoic game face, or, or so, so what's your, what's your approach there? I like there? I like to chat it up. Yeah.
1: I mean, I like to hang out with the guys. Uh, there are times when I think, okay, I, this could be me. I want to prepare myself to get ready to go and i've got i've got a little routine just to make sure that i'm yeah you're getting into your zone yes exactly uh so usually the first couple innings are let's hang out we'll talk and then uh as it gets closer to when i think i could be going in it's a little more uh game like get myself
0: ready what was the biggest adjustment you had to make when you came to professional baseball c- coming out of Bonaventure? Throwing strikes is one. Yeah. I couldn't throw strikes
1: coming into pro ball.
0: Uh, so that yeah, was a big one. You came and in with a big ERA, as you <laughs> mentioned, yeah, too. A so. lot of
1: walks. Uh, delivery. I just had to get my delivery figured out. Uh, and even to this day, I still have to do that and try and get my delivery situated. And I work pretty hard every day to make sure that my delivery is where it needs to be uh, to get the task done.
0: Right. And and now your ERA's uh just over 2. Yeah uh, yeah you, 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 in your in your last outing, yeah uh you had, a, you had a rough one against Carolina. Before yeah, that, you had a right, your ERA was pretty microscopic, uh, Steve. it was just just over 1. I mean, you had a scoreless streak of of uh over 19 innings. I mean, mm-hmm. what what was going through that stretch like for you?
1: Um I mean, I, I'm not a big stats goer. I try not to look at my stats. I think about it too much. Yeah, yeah. I think you can get, get in your head or I think yeah. you, I think you can get caught up in it, and I just try and stick with uh, the way I feel. Uh, I, I know if I'm pitching well. I know if I'm pitching poorly. I know if I'm getting away with things, and I know if I'm dominating. So uh, my goal is just to kind of keep an even keel. Don't get yourself worried about the numbers, and just focus on what you can you can control.
0: Why, why do you think you've been pitching so well?
1: Um, I mean some of it's good luck. I've got a great defense behind me. I've got a great catcher in, in Creo and Levy that have helped me out and there's been times where I've made pitches when I need to. Uh, so it's just a, a, a culmination of a lot of things. Um, hopefully we can pick that back up and just this was a blemish yesterday was a blast yeah
0: i mean have you felt like you were really locked in and in in the zone uh, over this last month
1: yeah i felt good i've tried to i i try and take the emotion out of it and just do what my body what i think i'm capable of and try and take the emotion out of the game
0: is is that hard because we talked to willie about this uh uh when 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 he was on like it's it's easy to say like just focus on the next batter the next pitch and all that stuff but is is that Difficult to do. I mean, because oh, there's, yeah. so, there's there's so much swirling around at it, it, it all times, and, and and results matter. I mean, when you get up, when you give up a hit, you're you're probably u- upset yeah, you're or, right. or yeah, right, yeah. yeah. No one likes giving up hits.
1: Yeah, it, right, it can yeah. be really hard, especially if you're. If you think your back's up against the wall and say if i'm not if i'm not pitching well you think your back's up up against the wall and you try a little bit harder and things don't tend to work out your way
0: right because it sounds like it's an easy thing to say but it's a difficult thing to do staying staying in the moment and just focusing on the next thing and forgetting whether good or bad forgetting about the last thing that just happened so exactly yeah Um,
1: it is it is difficult but something you got to deal with and it's easier to deal with here than it is in the big leagues i'm sure so right you just got to try and hone in as much as you can
0: so you were a great player through little league and in, in high school you struggled a bit uh, as, as you mentioned uh, once you became a college pitcher when when did you start feeling you had a hang of this professional baseball thing is a professional pitcher
1: i mean i'm still learning things each day right uh but i just try and i try and carry myself in a professional matter and i try yeah. and be a professional on and off the field and do what i can uh to To represent my family and represent the people I'm with well.
0: Yeah, how did you adapt to the professional routine, the, the bus trips, the eating at odd hours and, and all hours of the day, trying to get workouts in? I mean, what, how has how the minor league lifestyle sort of worn on you? Uh, well, or, or, or have you struggled with it?
1: I mean, it's been fine, yeah. yeah. I've, got, I've got no complaints. I mean, there's bus trips that stink. There's some hotels that stink. Uh, sometimes you'd wish there's a little more food, but overall you just deal with it. I right. mean, if you yeah. don't
0: like it, just just deal go, go, with go it. Go do something
1: else. Yeah, right. uh, you, there's no sense in complaining over it. But I mean, it's fine. I love the I love the the grind of it each day. Um, I still have fun showing up to the ballpark, and it's it's fun for me. So right,
0: Willie uh, uh, last week said you guys play cards on the bus all the time. Are you are you a card player? or you what what are you doing on the bus typically? Or... Uh,
1: I'm a I've gotten into cards more so with this team than in the past. Yeah. Uh, so I've recently became a decent card goer. I used to really not be.
0: So, so they drag you into these uh, card games on the For bus the and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, I'm glad okay. they do.
1: Right. We uh, we say we've got an A table and a B table and cards, and okay. I'm always trying to <laughs> be what, what are
0: you playing, poker?
1: No, or? we're playing 13. Okay. So 13, it's just you get, you have 13 cards and try and make pairs and right. different, you get a lead and whatnot, and you try and get rid of your cards essentially. Right. Uh, by pairs suit or uh, pairs straights are are you good are
0: you are you on the a table can you hold your own i'll tell
1: myself i'm an a table guy (laughs) Uh, i might not be i might be a a b kind of player right but uh i think
0: i can play on the a table right okay uh do do you have a memorable bus trip so far or a memorable road trip uh, so far that that you could um recount (laughs) um Favorite, favorite, favorite road city favorite road
1: city i do like potomac for the sake of the hotels not bad and it's yeah. close okay right those are nice uh down i, east I, I heard the
0: field cool. though potomac
1: is a, is a little rough yeah, so a, yeah there's yeah there's a little to be desired okay but, yeah uh, right yeah sure <laughs> sure, sure. You, desired, yeah, i don't mean to put you in a bad <laughs> yeah. spot
0: you were very diplomatic there so um uh
1: but uh i like down east down east has a cool their hotel is pretty cool it's a it's an old motel that has been uh Little, it's got a little uh, facelift,
0: right? And the field's cool, right? So that's a good trip. I like down east. Do you guys get to explore these towns when you're there? Or is it pretty much you're just locked in with the team at the hotel and just you're sort of your routine and getting prepared for the game?
1: You can so you can still get to a, to experience the town a little bit. Like we have some we have some free time where you can go ex- experience experiment right. the town and. Uh, there are cities that are better than others I yeah know. I mean
0: you go to Myrtle Beach do you Myrtle get a, Beach j- is cool Did you get a chance to go to the beach there uh, at all or, I, well, I went yeah. for a walk on the beach you did, yeah. it was April like 15th yeah, It was right. kind of chilly but not, I mean not, yeah, we not, went for a walk beach, not beach season yet not so, yet. Uh, you guys will get back there I think uh, I m- think m- in m- July yeah, for, yeah that'll be more beach season that'll be season, better you know. uh, yeah, uh, Myrtle uh, Beach is a cool trip as well yeah uh how about the eating um uh, i hear the food here is is decent from from some of your teammates awesome and so yeah awesome food um but what about what about road cities uh did you have a favorite uh have you have you been around enough to know where the good places to eat are in the carolina league yet myrtle beach is a good one
1: yeah uh that the clubby there is awesome in yeah. myrtle beach so if he ever listens he's doing great yeah um myrtle beach is good let's see what other cities are decent there's i mean you can you just make it work right there's
0: place places that are pretty good place that wilmington's up near philly so you could probably get a good cheesesteak somewhere up around there sure right could, yeah. Yeah. yeah well what are you what are you they looking at casino though, right yeah well, spend you, a of time well, oh well, you gotta be you gotta be <laughs> careful there uh steve <laughs> i won't right right because you <laughs> right um uh and what was i gonna what was i gonna ask you um what, what, what do you what do you enjoy about frederick what were some of your favorite spots oh, around I here i mean
1: frederick's awesome it's a it's a cool little city in its own actually today i just went to beans and bagels for lunch yeah uh, i've been to cafe nola a few times there's so many great little so you like, spots you like here. The da- you like the downtown i do scene? i like downtown yeah. a lot right yeah the downtown's a cool little place to hang out for the day uh, we had one off day for a live at five, and that was pretty fun to hang out at, get to see that. Considering they advertise it every game, yeah, exactly. and we never get to go, but we right. actually got to experience it once. And it was cool. It's right. a re- it really is a great city. Uh, the fans like us. I think Frederick's an awesome place uh it's a cool it's
0: a cool town are you staying with the host family or i live with my aunt and uncle oh you do okay in, in in gaithersburg okay so it's so, so not well not a far, far drive so that, not so, so, so that 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 worked out uh well it did for it worked you. out really well oh for you too so um you've added a slider this year right uh, is that is that a pitch you're really working on
1: yeah it's uh we tried to add another we actually tried to make it a cutter we tried to add a cutter something to get them off my to get uh guys off my fastball and my fast or my cutter turned into a slider and okay. it works for me so it, it wasn't intended it was actually unintentional but we've kind of just rolled with it
0: and, uh, and before that you threw a what a fastball a curve fastball and, curveball changes. okay and now you're trying to add that fourth pitch which which is pretty big in terms of moving up right yeah, yeah. having having four pitches you could rely on
1: yeah and uh it's helped me give me another off-speed option another pitch to use and it's come along well it still has some work to be done but overall i think it's been a, a beneficial pitch for me
0: well what are the big things you're working on right now
1: just trying to command command my pitches as best i can uh we're working on the i'm still working on the slider my changeup. my changeup has come a little bit it's come a little ways and uh, there's still room for it to, to grow but it's better than it was in the past
0: yeah I've heard good things about Justin Lord, uh, uh, the pitching coach here. So I couldn't
1: say enough about, about Lordy. He, uh, he's been my pitching coach. This is my third year with him and he's an awesome coach. He's done more for me in my baseball career than anyone else has. In what way? I mean, on the field, off the field, he's an awesome guy on the field. He knows when I'm at my best and how to get me to my best. Uh, and we just had a really good relationship for three years. And He's helped me kind of find my command, uh, develop new pitches, mentality on the mound, how to carry myself as a professional. He's just been a, a very good, uh, resource for me, and really now just a, fr- a friend and someone to have. I know he's got my back, and he's been awesome for me through my career. Is as, as, as good as anyone has ever been for me.
0: Right. What, what's your workout routine? How, how do you sort of stay ready in that regard? You work. You lift a couple of days a week, or um, or do you stretch, or what do you typically do? Uh,
1: I, I I work out a few times a week. Um, run run quite a bit yeah I like to do some flexibility stuff some movement stuff maybe a couple times a week just to keep my body do you have to find limber. gym
0: do you have to find gyms and stuff on the road or um, or do you work out at the opposing stadiums typically or um... it depends we have gym buses
1: in the mornings yeah so I'll do a, I'll do a gym bus in the morning and then if I if I'm just moving doing some uh Activation, wherever I can do that at the field.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, so so you don't don't need to find. Uh, yeah, you don't need to find them and they that, provide so, us with the Yeah, gym, yeah okay. Nice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, so here we are. It's All Star Week. Uh, you were named to the team one of seven keys that, that are going to be playing uh, in, in this game. Oh, how did you find out, and what was your reaction when you found out you were a Carolina League All Star?
1: Uh, our manager Ryan minor pulled us in, pulled us into the office, and said, "Hey, congrats, guys! You." Well, made the was All-Star it a bunch game. of you at once or um... uh there was a couple pitchers. okay uh, and said congrats you guys are part of the all-star
0: game so it wasn't the classic like the one player is called into the office no. and like what's, what what, what, what's about, what what am i what am i what am, am i about to find out yeah or am i gonna get called up sent down and uh, yeah. traded anything so, yeah yeah
1: there was a few of us that got called into the office yeah um now he said congratulations you guys made the all-star game and and kind of be ready. We'll give you guys uh, updates later, but it was it was cool it's, this is my first time being an all-star in any league uh, really my first time of any real accomplishment in pro baseball so yeah. it's pretty it's a cool honor that's
0: yeah, a pretty satisfying feeling I it is it, yeah. and for it
1: to be in frederick it, at home will be even cooler
0: I was, I was gonna ask you about that too i mean you don't even have to travel you don't have to go anywhere uh, uh, uh for the game other than just staying in your normal routine so it's got to be meaningful playing in a place you're comfortable and familiar with
1: so. yeah absolutely uh uh it'll be it'll be cool being the hometown the hometown players and the, the city's so great. I'm, I'm excited to see what they have in store. Cause it should be a pretty cool experience,
0: right? And are the Raptors? I mean, are they gonna? Are they gonna pull this thing off? I mean, it's the Warriors, the the two-time defending champs. So. They got they got two games to win one. Can they can they do it? Steve? I think they'll get it done. Okay. I do, I do. They
1: might need seven, but I think they'll get
0: it done, especially with Durant. Right. When, when you're watching those games, do you ever wish you were in the middle of um, Jurassic Park up there and in, in, in Toronto in, in the Toronto. middle of that scene, or would you rather be on your couch and just enjoying it with your friends and family? So. I'm enjoying what I'm doing, so I'm glad I'm not in Jurassic Park. That'd be
1: mean. I'm that would mean I'm not playing baseball. Yeah, exactly. So. But it would be pretty cool to experience one of
0: those. Yeah, because people talk about their summer vacations, but that's one thing that people I don't think appreciate. Baseball players they don't get they don't get summer vacations really, or, no. or it's tougher to squeeze them in just because that's that's when all the games uh, happen. Yeah, so, we don't really get a vacation. But. Yeah, so like going to the beach and stuff, you have to do that in the in the off season down south where it's a little it's a little, it's a little warmer. Warm. So yeah, yeah. So, hey man it's a pleasure to have you on uh, I wish you a continued success and it'll be fun watching you uh, pitching the all-star game uh, this week so uh, thank you thanks very for coming much. on thanks for sharing your story thank you happy to be on yeah that's Steve Klimek, uh Carolina League all-star relief pitcher for the Frederick Keys uh, so we're, we're really uh, happy to get, get him this week and uh, we thank uh, you for listening and, and tuning in as you always do uh, thanks to producer Graham Cullen for throwing all this together And I'm Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department. And we'll see you back here next week on the Final Score Podcast.